up? It is Esports here live on this Thursday talking Titans and another quarterback. The Titans are discussing uh, with the NFL draft, and this is a local product from Tennessee. Falls quarterback Hendon Hooker visited with the Titans on a top 30 visit on Wednesday, just a day ago, in Nashville at the Titans facility as a top 30 visit uh, for the Titans to see what that looks like as a potential quarterback for the Titans wherever they could draft Hendon Hooker. And Hendon Hooker's draft uh, stock continues to rise as we get closer and closer to the NFL draft. Zach, it might be crazy, but three weeks from today, uh, is the first round of the NFL draft. So not a lot of time left. And the Titans quarterback buzz has just gotten stronger and stronger the deeper we get into draft month this April. So we'll talk about Hendon Hooker. We'll ask you guys, what's the earliest you'd be comfortable seeing the Titans draft Hendon Hooker, if at all? Uh, and then we'll discuss if Hendon Hooker has any chance of being a first-round draft pick. I think uh, most people in the area are familiar with his story, familiar with some of the concerns about Hendon Hooker, the ACL tear that happened at South Carolina in mid-November, and then also just the system that Josh Heupel runs at Tennessee. How does it translate? And so what does this look like as Hendon Hooker is looking to become a first-round quarterback uh, taken in this draft, potentially one of five quarterbacks taken in the first round? It is Thursday Zach, which means the magic bucket the first time in a while. I think we've both been on the magic bucket, but um, but we're back here with the magic bucket. I've got it in my possession uh, this morning. So uh, let's get this Thursday off and running, talking Titans hosting Hendon Hooker. Yeah, a lot to get to as we broadcast live on three different platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We got you covered there. If you are on YouTube, we'll tweet out those links uh, segment by segment. So follow us at A to Z Sports on Twitter. That's a great follow there. We've got news, articles, live shows. Uh, you know, We got you covered there over on Twitter. If you are on YouTube and you have not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's a big way that you can you know, digest all of our content on YouTube. I mean, you got live shows in the morning, live shows in primetime, clips. We've got coverage when it comes to the locker room. So if you're a Titans or a, a Tennessee Volunteer fan, we've, which you got podcasts going there, uh, YouTube is the way to go. Subscribe today. If you've already subscribed and you're watching, hit that like button. As we say, hit that hit that like before you go. Uh, like the show before you go. We're just starting the show. And if you are watching on Facebook, you need to share the show. Bottom left corner of your screen, share, share, not a public. Sharing is caring and caring is sharing. As we say on this show, we need to pop up in your Facebook friends news feed. How that happens is you guys share the show. I've already shared the show. Mm -hmm. Me personally, Austin's going to share the show. Everybody's going to share the show. And everybody's going to get involved in this conversation. So more people will pile in over the next five to ten minutes as they do share the show. And let's get this party started on Titans Thursday. Yep, let's do it officially. Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. We'll talk about how you can use the BetMGM app as the golf gets underway at Augusta bright and early this morning for a fun weekend every April. But uh, make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter timeline uh, at A to Z Sports and also follow us on Instagram and on TikTok for more great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you uh, when it comes to your new car buying process. You never know where to go. Well, uh, we should tell you uh, to go to Wilson County Hyundai for that new ride. Check them out in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care plus farm bureau health plans get better with farm bureau health plan that's better coverage rates and service learn more about a health plan for you fbhp.com slash atoz so zach uh we've talked a lot about lamar jackson before that we talked about aaron Rodgers. we've talked about what to do with ryan Tannehill's contract the titans were linked to trading up for the first overall pick that didn't happen then they were linked to trading up the three uh, for Levis or Richardson. We've talked about those two guys. And then the Titans officially host Vols quarterback Hendon Hooker on a top 30 visit. This is Jordan Schultz report uh, from Tuesday where Hendon Hooker did meet with the Titans yesterday on Wednesday. That's via the score. So Hendon Hooker getting a top 30 visit. 
you know, that, that's, that's interesting because a top 30 visit sounds exactly what it is. It's 30 guys, 30 guys can come into the NFL team's facility and spend the entire day walking around the building, talking to everybody they need to talk to, getting on the whiteboard, getting on the field, doing anything they want to do with that player and that prospect in their own building for the entire day. And so you get 30 and the Titans decided to spend one of those 30 on Vols quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Does that mean, or I guess, what does that mean to you, Zach, uh, when you saw the report from Schultz that happened on Wednesday? Well, I think it, it, it means that they're in the market for a quarterback, but we already kind of knew that because Ryan Tannehill, their starter only has one year left on his deal. We know how that is trending. Derek Henry only has one year left on his deal. And the rumors that have been swirling and the reports that have, have been made are that the Titans are inquiring and they have a, you know, a number 11 overall pick. That's why it was so big that they beat Jacksonville or excuse me, they lost to Jacksonville. Jacksonville beat them. That's why I was screaming from the rooftops because they're now in position to even have these conversations. Jacksonville's picking right around the 20s. You're not having these conversations with the, the top quarterbacks. And here's the best part about the NFL draft. Nobody truly knows. I mean, we don't know who's going to go number one overall. The Panthers may take Bryce Young. They may take C.J. Stroud. We don't know who's going to pick number three because the Cardinals may trade out. We don't know who the Colts actually like. We don't know if the Raiders are going to take a quarterback as an insurance policy behind Jimmy G. I mean, there are so many things in, in moving pieces, but I do think Titans fans know that the Titans need a quarterback for the future that is not named Malik Willis. And Malik Willis, I think you drafted him last year. It's a different general manager. I think you learned a lot about Malik Willis. And you've got to go find a guy. If you don't trust Malik Willis as a rookie in a key spot at the end of the year to get you over the hump, I think that's very, very telling. So, you know, interviewing Hendon Hooker is what they should do because they should talk to Hooker. They should talk to Levis. They should talk to Richardson. There's three, right, quarterbacks. And then you know, you're not going to take a late, late round quarterback in the fifth, sixth, seventh round because that's what Malik Willis was last year. But Hinden Hooker, it makes a lot of sense. I'm not surprised you're doing your due diligence. It it checks a box of team need at that position. Yeah. And and as we get deeper into draft season and approach to draft, we're three weeks away from it uh tonight. And so I've even seen some situations where people are starting to throw out there, well, what if the Texans just take Will Anderson at two <laughs> and, and decide to go? Like, you know, I doubt that's gonna happen, but that's how silly this season gets. But I do think it's very interesting that the Titans are willing to spend one of their 30 top 30 visits on Hendon Hooker. They went to his pro day last week. We talked about that earlier this week where Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon divided to conquer. Vrabel went to Knoxville to go see Hooker and the rest of the Vols. Rand Carthon went back to his alma mater in Gainesville to see Anthony Richardson at Florida's pro day. And so now you're bringing Hooker back in. I don't think I haven't seen any reports of the Titans using a top 30 visit on any of the other quarterbacks, but I, I do find it intriguing. And I also think it's intriguing because of where the Titans are selecting. They're selecting at 11. They could move up. They could say at 11. They could move back. They have 41 overall. They could move back in uh, to the first round if they're looking for the right quarterback. And so I think where they're picking allows them to say, I think we need to do as much homework as we can on Hendon Hooker because you never know where the board will fall and you never know where the Titans will move along the board to see if the Titans and Hendon Hooker uh, could both be moving in the same direction, especially with the ACL, because of we know Tannehill is under contract for a year. You talked about a developmental quarterback with Richardson or Levis. Hinton Hooker would require Ryan Tannehill to be the starter because of the ACL injury. Mm -hmm. And so, Zach, uh, there's a lot of interesting things here. And Hinton Hooker was incredibly productive, more productive in the last two years at Tennessee than Will Levis, and then also than Anthony Richardson. At Florida, uh, just as productive and a top five Heisman finalist, along with guys like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. So he is up there when it comes to college productivity the, at the quarterback position the last couple of years. So Jimbo says Hooker at 41 might be good value. Well, Zach, that leads us directly into our first question for the chat this morning. What's the earliest 
you'd be comfortable seeing the Titans draft Hendon Hooker, if at all. What is the earliest you'd be comfortable seeing the Titans draft Hendon Hooker, if at all? And if at all is a big if, right? So what's the earliest you'd be comfortable with the Titans taking Hendon Hooker? We'll get to your comments here shortly. But first, let me tell you guys about the people that fixed my ACL several years ago. That's Dr. Scott Arthur at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. They can help you get back to, to health if you, you know, screw your knee up playing intramural flag football or whatever it might be, rec league sports. As you get into adulthood, they can take care of you. If your son or daughter gets injured playing youth sports, they can take care of you as well. Or if it's just a life injury when stuff happens and stuff always happens and it always is inconvenient for you, the Bone and Joint Institute can make it better for you by being convenient in how they go about their health process and getting you back on the road to recovery. So check them out in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports were also powered by BetMGM. Download the app today, ATOZ Sports. I made my golf, my master's bets yesterday. I've got about five different golfers that I've placed smaller wagers on to win because it's a lot of plus money. So I also am in a pool with my, my buddies. So I'm, I'm ready for the Masters, and the Masters is ready for you uh, right there at BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. Your first bet offer if you're a new user with bonus code ATOZ Sports, you get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So, new users, go there, get in on the action today. That's Bet MGM. All right, Zach, A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday show. We talked about it this coming from Jordan Schultz of the Score reporting Tuesday that Tennessee Vols quarterback Hendon Hooker had a top 30 visit with the Titans on Wednesday. That's via the score. So we're asking you guys in the chat right now, what is the earliest you would be comfortable with the Titans drafting Hendon Hooker, if at all? So the earliest you'd be comfortable with seeing the Titans do it, if at all. And so, Zach, I'll send you the chat on Facebook and on YouTube and Twitch to see what everybody thinks about this one. So Titans Kyle says 41, which is their second round pick. Patrick doesn't think that Hooker will last to round two. We'll talk about that later on in the show. I don't think Hooker makes it to 41 from Bo. Hooker will be there in the second round from Roy, hopefully at 11. John's trying to take him really high. The second round from Steven. Third, he won't be there. Uh, trade back and pick him at 15 to 30 in the first round from how not to. Rob says 41, 25. At Jabu, that may be trading back up into the first round or trading down. Uh, second round from Ethan. Chris Frazier goes 11. Round three from Donald. Mr. Jones goes third. Ethan, second. Late 20s on a trade back. Second round there from Demario. Trade back into the first at the end of the draft to get him. Talk about the first round from Sawyer. Second round, late first from King Vaughn. Third round coming in from Tighten Up. Eric says third round. Third round from Jason. Uh, Ken says third or fourth round. Third round from Sioto. Uh, what round do you you start drafting backups from Jesse? Third. Um, uh, Warren <laughs> is the third. I mean, that's, that's the proven. First round, third overall pick from Mr. Jones, which is uh, something that Mr. Jones would say. Yep. It's outrageous. Um, let's see. Round three from Paul. Deborah says... Second round, third, but not really at all. So MB coming in with that point. Um, uh, Eric says Hooker at 41. He's 25, going on 41, talking about his age. Valentino says the fourth, second round from Pauly D. So a, a lot of, and Wesley, absolutely no on Hooker. Yeah. A lot of great comments coming in, ranging from Mr. Jones' wild third overall pick to not at all. So Austin. You know, Tennessee guy. Yeah. What do you think about Hendon Hooker? And then what do you think about the Titans drafting Hendon Hooker? At what spot would you feel comfortable with that happening, if at all? So I'm going to be very specific, Zach, because the question is what is the earliest you'd be comfortable seeing the Titans draft Hendon Hooker, if at all? And we got some no's, uh, the if at all. And Zach, my specific answer is 18th overall. And why I'm being that specific is because I think there are teams right after 18 
that could be looking for that quarterback that falls or being aggressive to get the quarterback like Hendon Hooker that they think can take them over the top. And so, yeah, Jeff, first round, I think that's not crazy when you're talking quarterback because it is important if you're going to draft a quarterback, I'd rather draft a quarterback in the first round rather than draft a quarterback in the second round because the second round, you only get four years of control. First round, you get that extra fifth-year option before you really have to make a massive money decision uh, on that player, and it just speeds up your clock a little bit. So if you're picking in the back half of the first round, I think it makes sense. But the earliest I would do it is 18, and that involves the Titans moving back. So from 11 to 18, you're gaining more picks, so you're allowing to fill the other holes of the roster with more picks in the second, the third, the fourth, whatever you gain from sliding back seven-ish spots. But 18, why I'm being specific is because at 19 is Tampa Bay. At 20 is Seattle, their second first-round pick. I thought about 21, but Tampa and Seattle, I could see uh, Seattle Seahawks being a good spot uh, for Hendon Hooker because of the Geno Smith situation. And then you look at 22, the Baltimore Ravens. You have no idea what's going on with Lamar Jackson. And 23, the Minnesota Vikings that I think is a realistic spot for Hendon Hooker. Kirk Cousins under contract. You know what Kirk Cousins is, kind of like what you know of Ryan Tannehill. And do the Vikings want to move forward long-term with somebody else like Hendon Hooker at 23? So I think if you like Hendon Hooker, and if you bring him in on a, on a top 30 visit, I have a feeling Hendon Hooker's personality is going to win you over and his leadership skills is going to win you over in that top 30 visit. You might have football concerns and we can talk about that later. But I think the earliest, the absolute earliest, I would be comfortable seeing him go to the Titans is 18th. And that's by gaining other picks to do that by moving back from 11 to that 18 range. Just to ask, you're saying that Tampa could take a, took could take Hooker? Yeah, I mean, you know, Baker so, Mayfield. No, I'll just stop. That's not happening. They're not going. Okay. They're not going to take a first round quarterback. So, and look, I'll just tell you that, and we'll move forward. But for I am, I agree with you. I'm just in a different round. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. So, like, if you want to say 19th, because the Bucks aren't taking a quarterback uh, at 19, I think that makes sense because the Seattle Seahawks at 20 make a lot of. If you love Hendon Hooker, just like we talk about, if you love Will Levis or love Anthony Richardson, go get him at three, right? But if you like Hendon Hooker and you want to move back and get him, then you want to make sure you don't allow the Seahawks to scoop him up or maybe the Ravens or the Vikings to scoop him up in those early 20s. All right, so I, I have my my hard nose answer, and then I have my answer to actually answer the question. Okay. Um, I am uh, I'm not drafting Hendon Hooker if I'm the Tennessee Titans at all. Uh, that is not the type of quarterback for this franchise currently of where they stand. And it's not what I think about Hendon Hooker. I think Hendon Hooker can be a, a formidable piece uh, a developmental quarterback. That's what he is. I think there are only two ready-to-go-now quarterbacks in this draft, and they're going to be taking one and two. And I don't even know if they're going to be any good. I mean, that's the, the, the best part about watching football. I think Anthony Richardson, and I think Will Levis, and I think Hendon Hooker are all developmental quarterbacks. And Hendon Hooker has to be a developmental quarterback because of his ACL. And his age goes into effect I understand your philosophy of drafting Hendon Hooker in the first round to gain that extra year in the fifth round option. I just think that Hendon Hooker is probably more of a backup quarterback than a starter uh, in the NFL. And so I'm drafting him. If I'm trading down, and this is the earliest, right? Here's where yeah. I'm going to answer the, the question. The earliest you would be comfortable, yeah, yeah. right? I, I yeah. don't think that the Titans need a guy. Here's my thought process on Will Levis and Anthony Richardson if the Titans decided to go to that direction. Both of them are ready to play this year. Both of them do not need to play this year. But Austin, you brought up earlier this week, if Ryan Tannehill gets hurt or he has a disastrous season towards the back half of the season – they can get some reps. I don't think that you want to do that with Hendon Hooker based on his ACL and just moving him along in his developmental role. You could throw Will Levis or Richardson into the mix at some point during maybe the back half of the season if things go awry. 
to answer the question, I think I would trade back in the second round if he was still available and take him later to get picks and then pick him if you really are in love with him. But I don't expect the Titans to draft Hendon Hooker. I would be surprised if the Titans drafted Hendon Hooker. And I also think that there are always needy teams at that quarterback position. So he may be gone before the second round. So I, I don't even know if the Titans would, would do it. Uh, I just don't think that they're in the place for Hendon Hooker's skill set at this time. Austin, I will say this. There's a lot of ifs and buts because if if Hendon Hooker hadn't torn his ACL and finished out the season and beaten South Carolina and played in the bowl game and been able to perform at the pro day and all that other stuff, I think Hendon Hooker is in a completely different spot. But he's not. And so we've got to kind of take him for what he is as a older, more mature currently injured quarterback that is rehabbing that can't give you anything out of the gate. Yeah, I, I do think, you know, with Hinton Hooker, I think in some areas, I think the ACL has allowed him to show his other attributes. I think if he didn't tear his ACL, more of the question would be, a, more of the conversation about Hinton Hooker would be about the Vols offense and can it translate into the NFL? Oh my gosh. Like Jalen Hyatt was so wide open. Of course, you know, they've got all these touchdowns and passing yards and every all the points because they were schemed wide open. Well, it's fair, right? Like the system made Hooker look elite, Valentino says. I mean, yeah, he uh, did. But, yes. <laughs> and, but Hinden Hooker also was able to execute it. That's not and his fault. That's not Hooker's fault no, either. But it, like you can get even like you can go look at go look at the bomb that he threw to Jalen Hyatt. At, at at LSU in Death Valley, Baton Rouge, where hey, Jalen Hyatt didn't have an LSU defender within 15 yards of him, but Hinden Hooker dropped it over the shoulder in the back of the end zone like he had, you know, Darrell Revis, peak Revis Island on him. Like, it was a beautiful throw, trajectory, dropped right into the bucket, had the turnover, and all of it. Like, Hooker can make the throws. I think now that he's gotten the ACL, what he showed at the Senior Bowl about him as a person, him as a leader, how he works, and he's been able to showcase that because of the ACL. Now, you'd obviously, if you're a hooker, you'd rather not tear your ACL. I'm not doubt, denying that. But there has been an extra opportunity for him to really flex what makes him attractive to lead an NFL franchise. Uh, and Z- here's what, That's a glass-half-full take, I'll be honest. Well, uh, but I, I was speaking on that from the Hinden Hooker perspective right yeah that, that, that's how what, what, what would help Hinden hooker is being able to prove his accuracy prove his arm strength prove his footwork prove that it doesn't matter what system he played in he can make all of the throws that is the biggest thing and that's that's not glass half full glass half empty that's stone cold fact sure but so, i also <laughs> know like it's the job of scouts to not just look at the box scores or look at the completion percentage and look at just the the, the tv tape they are looking at ball placement and accuracy and timing and velocity and touch and all of these things, even if the wide receivers wide the hell open. Like you can still see the all of those different things about the throw when the receiver's open or not. Like it just you can see the receiver. It's really it makes it different on the receiver. Can the receiver come down with a football in traffic if it's properly placed compared to being wide open? That's more on the receiver, in my opinion. I also think it's interesting because, look, I I did not expect the Titans to bring Hooker in on a top 30 visit. By the way, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are also bringing in Hinton Hooker on a top 30 visit. Does that mean they're drafting him in the first round? No, but it means that they have interest to bring him to Tampa and the one buck place. They're not drafting him. So, But they're bringing him in on a top 30 visit. So that's something, right? Like You don't just waste top 30 visits, Zach. And so there's there's something to it. He is, he is intriguing to a lot of NFL teams and the different visits he's gone on like the saints the packers the titans and now we're learning about the bucks all within like a 10-day period he's moving around a lot i i i I wonder what you think about this i don't think the age matters i don't think the age should matter when it comes to hinden hooker because he's a quarterback it's not like this guy is going to run out of his athleticism and explosive ability at 30 years old like if he's a corner, wide receiver, running back, safety, or 
edge rusher. Like he's a quarterback. Like quarterbacks play deep into their 30s now. And if you draft a 25-year-old quarterback and he turns out to be your starter for eight years, are you fine with it? Yes, I, I think so. But like uh, tw- 25 I don't think years it doesn't, old, it doesn't completely not matter. I, I don't think he, his age, obvi- it definitely has impact. You can't just slough that off. But, I, because but like he's you, not. How old is Anthony Richardson? 21? 21. So you're going to draft him if you develop him for a year. He's 22. And now look at the longevity. And you are, when you draft that type of quarterback and that type of player at that age, you are trying to hit Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen home runs. And so now instead of eight years, you got 15. You almost have double that, right? So that's but, where age matters. And then plus he's 25, right? Yeah. He now you're not going to get anything out of him as a 25-year-old. Now he's really 26. I I I still don't care. Like it, again, like the age uh, at quarterback, you can't I think, not completely not care. And uh, uh Caleb says Will Levis is 24. Don't know why you talk about his age. Pickett was older last year when he was drafted. Like I think we're we're seeing the COVID impact of guys being fifth and sixth year college players getting the NFL. Yes, age matters at other positions. Age should not matter at quarterback and honestly like offensive line because you can play those as long as you stay healthy. You can play those for a long time because of what it it you're it's a mental position just as much as it is a physical position and somebody says uh in the chat can what happened to Cam Newton at 30 years old? To go back to yesterday's show, Cam Newton, Derrick Rose, right? Like Cam Newton's body took an absolute beating because of the style he played. Hendon Hooker doesn't play the Cam Newton style of quarterback. He throws it down the field. He can run. He's shown the ability to run. He's shown the ability to have good pocket presence to get out of harm's way. And I think he should be able to last athletically well into his 30s. And so 25 years old should not matter. Well, let that me much. ask you a question. And I don't have this off the top of my head, but you bring up a point. Can you name a handful of really good athletic quarterbacks thriving in the NFL that are post 30? Tannehill had several years of post 30 really good years where he what led quarterbacks and rushing touchdowns for a couple years in a row. Okay, and that's 32, one. 30. Aaron Rodgers, absolutely. Um, off the top of my head, for sure. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it's... I think it's really hard to find. Yeah, but again, like, Hinton Hooker is not a run-first quarterback. He can run, but he's not a run-first quarterback. He but can do other things. You're talking about that athletic type. Like, I'm very curious to see what J- Jalen Hurts is going to be when he's 32, right? Like, because sure. he uses his legs. So, and that is... Here, I think you made a point on why age doesn't matter in this, I guess, atmosphere of football, yeah. right? Because of COVID. COVID. I think here would be something to, to think about. Also, how many quarterbacks come out, right? The older you are, as you know, it's not for long. You're just replaced by younger talent. And you're just going to be replaced by younger talent over the next three to four years because a new crop of young quarterbacks are going to come out. And I will give you this, the transfer transfer portal does delay that process, right? Because you will find guys that have been in college for a few years and then transfer. Now they're a little bit older. Joe Burrow. Then they pop. Right. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow was 23 years old when he was drafted. He's 26 now. So it's constantly evolving. I, I got to I, I get you two comments yeah. that I, I want to get to. Uh, DeMarco asks, Zach, if Hendon Hooker doesn't have the ACL tear, do you think that the Titans would draft him? I definitely think that I change my opinion on Hendon Hooker even more if that's the case because I think Hendon Hooker is now a part of – there's five draftable quarterbacks. Don't you agree in the first round? I five. think there's five. I, I think you've Hooker got, being the fifth. Right. Uh, Hooker being, but I think if he doesn't tear his ACL, Hooker, you could argue because of his statistics and the season he had last year, ifs and buts, beer and nuts, we know that, that Hooker is probably above or in between Richardson and Levis. 
right? Yeah, I think it's real interesting because I think he's on the Heisman finalist stage. Right. If he doesn't tear his ACL, I even with the Vols getting blown out, but that wasn't his fault uh, at South Carolina. And I also think that, you know, he puts up numbers in the Orange Bowl. He puts up numbers in, in the Senior Bowl by far being the best quarterback there. And he goes to the Combine. And so Jesse says, Austin is being ridiculous. The Titans roster is two or three years away from being truly competitive. So you want your rookie contract quarterback to be 28, 29 during that time. I don't care. Like with that age comes a lot of maturity though, too. Like Anthony I do Richardson. Care. I, I'm, I'm more with Jesse. I'm not completely all in and saying you're ridiculous, but you've got to look at, this is why I'm out on the Titans drafting hand and hooker is it's more, it's not you. It's me. It is more about the Titans than Hendon hooker in my opinion. And that was the question that was asked. That's why I answered it the way I did. That's, yeah, totally. And again, like if, you know, you mentioned Anthony Richardson's 20 years old. I think he'll be 21 at some point after he's drafted during the season, right? The difference in a 21-year-old and a 25-year-old is pretty big. Oh, it's huge. A, it's a pretty big difference. And when you look at what Anthony uh, what Anthony Richardson's done, a one-year starter, Hendon Hooker was a two-year starter at Tennessee and a part-time starter over a couple years at Virginia Tech. He had a covid medical situation that almost had him lose football. He comes back, he lights it up at Tennessee, tears his ACL. I think you're drafting somebody at 25 years old that can instantly come into the NFL locker room and hang with a respect factor on how he approaches things that's different than any, and this is not a shot at Anthony Richardson by any means, but a 25-year-old can hang more than a 20-year-old when it comes to the quarterback position. So the quarterback position is different. You have to be able to carry yourself and be ab about that at, in, in, in the locker room with 53 guys plus the practice squad and everything else. I think Hendon Hooker, with his maturity level and that age and his experience, can do that. And so I think it's I don't I think I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think 25 years old is a big deal. Richardson makes more sense for the Titans than Hooker does because you have Tannehill to teach a 20-year-old how to be a professional. That's right. why that so, it's a situational thing. That makes per if if the Titans draft Levis or Richardson, they trade up and they they take a chance on one of those guys, it will make more sense. I believe Tannehill will still be on the roster. You think that they'll cut him? I don't think that's gonna happen, but I think that. That is the value of having a pro's pro, knowing he's got one more year left, and Tannehill's still going to play hard, right? He has to, because he's got to find his next contract on another team. But the tryout for another team is also going to, to give that quarterback the ability to groom and maturate the next young quarterback that they just drafted in the first round that they traded up all those picks to get to three overall to select. Yeah. And uh, Hooker needs less of that. That's a compliment to Hooker. Right. I just don't think that the Titans, they're not, the stars aren't aligned for Hooker, in my opinion, based on their roster. Yeah, uh, Denise says, you guys never talk about how he can, how can he handle starting in the pocket? College keeps quarterbacks in the shotgun. Well, you know, the shotgun is also within the pocket. And look at the amount of times that Ryan Tannehill was in the shotgun. And, you know, the shot, that's, I think that's a ridiculous statement from, from Denise here is that, Hendon Hooker played from within the pocket a ton. And you look at how he maneuvered through the pocket. He had he's a shotgun pocket. quarterback. I think Denise's point is that he well, is shot. Go, he, he is coming from a system that is shotgun only. Well, you go, do not get under center. The Tennessee Titans get under center more than probably anybody else in the league. And that's who what, what he's going to be learning to start because that's the offense that the Titans are going to be learning if. Derrick Henry is still on the roster. Uh, Zach, go watch the Kentucky-Tennessee game when Kentucky's offensive coordinator mocked Tennessee for not playing real football. And then what Tennessee did on the second possession against Kentucky, they went like 12 plays, 90 yards, under center the entire time and demolished Kentucky at their own game. And Hooker was doing that. He can play under center. The, but the what balls, are the percentages of last year of shotgun the, versus under center? Zach, the are we at, or are we at 80 or 90 percent? I'm not asking question. Are we at 80 or 90 percent? But Zach, I don't know. No, no, no. Will you answer that? You just gave a good example. I'm fair, but let's take the full scope of what happened last season. How often was Hendon Hooker in the shotgun 
versus under center, full scope. Zach, the, a big, I'm asking I don't, a question. I don't know the percentage. It's ridiculous. What, to I, ask I, it's me. a it's a it's a oh, range. I said eighty wait. or ninety percent, or is it fifty? Is it it's 50, not 50? 50. And you, I think we'd all be surprised at how with the percentage of the Titans and NFL teams in the shotgun compared to under I'm not asking that. I'm talking about that, the Tennessee here, volunteers. I, I can't I can't accurately give you a ballpark percentage because I don't know. It's probably right closer now. to 80 to 90, correct? I, I, but I also know this, Zach. One of the big talking points about the development of Tennessee's offense was how much more often they went under center this past year than the year before. They added that wrinkle into their game and it worked a lot. So I don't think I don't think that's that big of a deal at all. The NFL is going more towards shotgun style, and Hooker showed enough at Tennessee that but he he's can operate get knocked the- for the system. You know that. Yes. He, he should, he always will. And that's the product of Josh Heupel's offense, which compliment Josh Heupel for figuring it out for Tennessee after 20 years and getting him to an orange bowl, right? But you are going to get criticized because that is not exactly how the professional game works. It's closer to that probably than ever before, but it is still far away from what Josh Heupel, Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, those type of offenses run. I do think there's a major difference in what Josh Heupel does compared to what Hugh Freeze does. Because we, we know, and we've said this several times, Hugh Freeze did not do anything to get Malik Willis ready. You know, Malik Willis had the steep learning curve because of the Hugh Freeze offense. Because Hugh more, Freeze didn't have to. Right, but Heupel's that, that is was more, not his job. Heupel's is more complex. Uh, Joey says, I saw a stat that Hooker was under center 27%. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, but even that seems a little high. But I, I do think uh, that, you know, he can do that. So, Zach, I, you know, I said the highest, the earliest I'd be comfortable with the Titans taking Hooker was 18 because of the teams they need to get get ahead of that could take a quarterback in the early 20s, starting with the Seahawks at 20. So what about this? What about the chances that Hendon Hooker has of going in the first round? Because I think that momentum is rapidly growing. Is there any way that Hendon Hooker is a first-round draft pick? We're going to play a video from a couple – NFL mock drafters who are on different sides of this question. Is there any way that Hendon Hooker is a first round draft pick? But Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan last year. I carried that over into this year, and I'm glad that I did. Save 20%. And that is like a monthly thing. You have to have a good health plan. It is just, it's smart the older you get. You got injuries. I pulled pulled my upper back yesterday. I'm trying to get that. Uh-oh. loosened up and you know if it gets if it gets to a point i may have to go in a walk-in clinic well i'm not afraid to do that because i've got good coverage and i've got good coverage because farm Bureau health plans fbhp.com slash a to z health dental vision i've talked about the the health plan that i have dental you get free teeth cleanings vision i get an allowance for my contact lenses which that came in the mail. I mean, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. It is great. That's FBHP.com slash A to Z. All right. It's already underway. The tournament at Augusta is underway today, this morning on a Thursday. And you can take advantage of that and bet MGM. This is not just for people who haven't signed up. This is for existing users. You can go to the bet MGM, open up that app, go to your promotions, opt in to the tournament in Augusta promotion. And you bet $20 on anything at Augusta this weekend, and you get immediately a $10 bonus bet. I literally did it this morning. Uh, I went with Cameron Smith to finish top five after today at like plus $450, $20, got my $10 bonus bet. Feel pretty good about that. I like the top five after the first round type of bet there uh, that I can have some early return on that potentially, and you can do that again with BetMGN. You log into your app, you opt in to that Augusta uh, promotion right there. You put a $20 bet down on anything at the tournament in Augusta this weekend and immediately get $10 in bonus bets to use however you want right there with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. Uh, new and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, and other requirements. Rewards issued to knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days. And for problem game of sport, contest Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Uh, Zach, we're talking this morning about the Titans bringing in Hendon Hooker for a top 30 visit. This was Wednesday is when he had that visit. Let's go to ESPN's Todd McShay and Mike Tannenbaum about 
the buzz around Hendon Hooker and where he is likely to be drafted. And then we'll get to all of your comments on if there's any way that Hendon Hooker is, in fact, a first-round draft pick. To me, like, Hendon Hooker is a second-round grade for a reason. He struggled at Virginia Tech. Yes, he had the rushing touchdowns. I know they didn't have a great system there. They didn't have great support around him. But he was told that he wasn't going to be the starter. He goes to Tennessee, has a pretty good year, and then this year just explodes on the scene. But he's got two receivers, as Mel alluded to, that are going to be second-round draft picks. And he's got an offensive line that's very solid in front of him. They have a system that spreads things out and makes the reads easier for him. And, and they also, when, when you look at it, with pressure, anytime there were four rushers that actually got pressure on him, his numbers were really low, below the average of all the, the quarterbacks in this class versus when they would blitz him and now they can't, they can't back off eight defenders, seven, eight defenders and, and play in coverage. So there are some flaws in his game. I like him as a second rounder. But the biggest question I have for you, Mike T, is if you can get him at 20, why are we trying to draft him at five? That's the biggest thing. I don't think he'll be there at 20, Todd, because he has too much upside and too many teams need quarterbacks. When you see Daniel Jones at $37.5 million, when you see the Dolphins exercise the fifth-year option on two who's played 71% of the snaps, the value of these quarterbacks is too much. And I'll tell you guys two quick vignettes. I was at the Orange Bowl scouting Tennessee, and there's Hendon Hooker in the middle of the field, can't play, but meaningfully involved in the huddle. We were down yep. in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, He's in the middle of the field, meaningfully in the huddle, can't play. We've seen guys tap out in Mobile. This guy has rare character, rare leadership, and when you take the intangibles with the tangibles, I think it sets up perfectly, guys, with Seattle because let him sit for a year or two. Aaron Rodgers sat for a couple of years. At the Jets, we drafted Chad Parrington. He was third string. It worked out. So I think this is an ideal situation for Hendon Hooker and Seattle. So, I, look, I think Tannenbaum thinking Hinton Hooker going at five is is ridiculous and maybe the dumbest thing that has happened this NFL draft. Let, let me time out real quick. Yeah. When I heard that, this is the first time I heard that clip. That is ESPN and what it has become because that is that was a setup. That's what it was. Well, I'll, I'll tell was you this. It was a setup. Time. It was a producer telling one person to do one thing and the other producer telling the other person to do the other. And that's what it – and I can see through that so much. Well, Zach, I'll tell you this. I cut the first 30 seconds out of that clip because it was irrelevant to the conversation, but it was Todd McShay calling Tannenbaum out for going and get, getting clicks <laughs> like, for putting Hinton Hooker in fifth overall. So, you know, he called him out on the air of, of that situation. So, I, look, he drafting Hinton Hooker in the top 10. The Titans drafting Hinton Hooker at 11 is not smart. That's just not how you maneuver the draft. Uh, but, again, uh, what Tannenbaum said about the – the intangibles to go along with the tangibles makes sense. Uh, you know, I think Todd McShay's knocking Hooker for having Jalen Hyatt and having Cedric Tillman. Tillman didn't play much this past year. and But, you know, Darnell Wright is a rising prospect as well who could go in the first round. But that doesn't stop anybody else from Alabama from having, you know, all these first-round wide receivers go and offensive linemen go in the top 10 every year. And that, you know, that Tua and, and all these guys go in the first round from Alabama or Bryce Young, right? So I think Hendon Hooker could absolutely go in the first round. I think it's trending towards that direction that he's a first-round pick. I just don't know. Um, I think five quarterbacks in the first round is is too many. Um, do want to – let's go to the comment section because yeah. we'll, we'll get some lunchbox money from William Young starting off – with uh, Rand says he likes accurate quarterbacks, so Hooker is accurate. AR-15 is not. Talking about Anthony Richardson. Uh, Kane says, absolutely in uh, insane to think that Hooker will be better than Anthony Richardson after a year as a backup. He's younger and massively more upside. All right, let's stop there, Austin. I'll ask you this. Who has more upside, in your opinion, Anthony Richardson or Hendon Hooker? Well, Anthony Richardson physically, athletically, is the most it's talented. Okay. You can answer it however you want. No, I, I'm, that's what I'm doing. And so, like, I think Anthony Richardson has more upside, but nothing about upside is guaranteed. You know, Anthony Richardson was a, is a one-year starter at Florida, had a really low completion percentage, like 53%, relied more on his legs than Hendon Hooker relies on his legs. And Hendon Hooker throws a much better football and is more accurate regardless of the system that those two guys played it. But yeah, sure, Anthony Richardson has more upside because he's a freak athlete. He's a physical specimen. Hinton Hooker's a very good athlete, but he's not athletic like Richardson. So I don't care. Like, 
upside's great, but you have to make sure that it gets to that to reality. Andre says, due to his age, Hooker may already be at his ceiling where AR is unknown. Hooker ha- also has less boom slash bust. Do you gamble or play it safe? And, you know, we have seen, here's, the, I think, the, the interesting part about all of these quarterbacks, besides C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. After that, you've all seen Hooker, Richardson, and Levis play bad football before, Right bad teams, whether it was at Virginia Tech for Hooker, whether it was at Florida uh, for Richardson, whether it was Levis not not doing as much as we thought that he could do this past season. So all of that comes into play. I look at Hendon Hooker maybe at the end of the first round, but it's like Lamar Jackson. When was Lamar Jackson drafted by the Baltimore Ravens? 32 overall. That's a second round pick. No, In my not. opinion, like let's let's look through that. That's a second round pick that they traded up just to buy that fifth, fifth year, year option. Yeah, and to be honest, wasn't it? pretty damn important. Yeah, right for Lamar exactly. Jackson. At yes, least. yes. So so twenty eighteen is too high. You may think maybe thirty one or thirty two. And well, there is no 32 consider, in the first round this year. Because right, because of the Dolphins. So 31. <laughs> yeah. So 31, if if you're sitting there, then that can justify as a second round, first round draft pick. That's kind of how I would see Hooker if you fall in love with Hooker. Everybody falls in love with everybody, with other people, right? It, it, it's not all the same. And so Hooker, I'm not saying is not able to go in the first round. Would I take him in the first round? No, I would wait to the second round and really target him as a true developmental quarterback because of the ACL. And maybe he could come in and you could figure out more. The Titans do have the luxury of having Ryan Tannehill for one more year. So they may think about it differently than I'm looking at it as, well, we've got a a starter. You can draft an injured guy, let him heal and only put the pressure on next year and have your future quarterback. But Austin, one player that we have not really talked about this show as much as I think we need to is where does Malik Willis fit in all of this? The Titans drafted him in the third round last year, just a year ago. Where does he fit? So now you got three quarterbacks on the roster. You got two high draft picks on the roster, and you still got Ryan Tannehill. Well, is Malik Willis... He's a third round pick. Oh, I'm bringing him up. Well, no, no. But you said you said you have two high draft picks on the roster. I think when you're talking about quarterbacks, a third round pick is not considered a high draft pick. Well, I look at the draft last year. There was only three I, yeah. perennial quarterbacks. Pickett was in no, the first round. There was and then, one first round quarterback. I don't think there were any perennial quarterbacks. Austin, before the draft, where did everybody think Malik Willis was going to get selected? Maybe at 20 with the Steelers. First round. Yeah, potentially. He was in the running That's the point. That's a product of that quarterback draft class. But the Titans drafted him. They, and he's had a year to develop. At 86. Yeah, I just, I, you know, here, if, if the Malik thing's complicated, you know, Hinden Hooker makes, Hinden Hooker allows for Malik to have another year of opportunity, right? Because of the ACL. Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, we didn't talk about Malik Willis when we were having those conversations because those guys You've are got helpful. a lot of money and a lot of draft t- picks tied up to one position that only one pos- one guy can play. Yeah. That's my issue. And I and I you, don't you can't think- pay Tannehill 30 million bucks, draft a third round pick of Malik Willis, and then draft a first or a second round pick in, in Hinden Hooker. I think that is yeah, but GM- what is, but it's about but but who drafted Malik Willis? He's not there anymore. But but it's it's about what your roster is. It's still Rand Carthon's job to put the roster together with yeah. what he has and what he's trying to attain. But but that's, Rand Carthon, that's a bad move for a general manager but, to have that type of draft pick and money tied up in one. But position. you know what's also a bad move by a general manager is hanging on to a quarterback you don't believe can get the job done just because the guy you replaced drafted him in the third round. That's also stupid too. 
Well, they're doing that with Ryan Tannehill uh, because they're no, hanging on. No, they don't believe that Ryan Tannehill could win them a Super Bowl. Let's well, be yeah, honest. Yeah, but th- but there's a contractual difference in that. My point is, Rand Carthon didn't draft Malik Willis in the third round. John Robinson did that. The third round for a quarterback is not a not draft capital that you are impossible to move away from. You can cut Malik Willis if he loses out to whoever the backup is and feel totally fine and move on like it didn't happen. Blink and you're fine. It's a third round pick, 86th overall. Not that big of a deal. You still had a, you saw an NPF as your another third round pick from that draft too, who's helping you. So I don't think Rand Carthon needs to feel like he's but stuck. Hooker, really Hooker can't beat him out. Well, I, that's what I just said is that I think Hendon Hooker in this hypothetical allows Malik Willis another year of opportunity. We just, and what I'm that, saying, just, if that's the case, you don't need three quarterbacks on your roster. Well, you put Hendon Hooker's on PUP for a little bit to buy him more time if the ACL's not ready, right? But Zach, we didn't bring up Malik Willis when we were talking about Will Levis or Anthony Richardson who are physically capable, right? What was that situation? We just did a full show about it. And then Sam, well, that's what I'm saying. I think you move on from Willis. Yes, if, that's what I'm saying. If you draft, but that's why Hooker is complicated. That's why I don't think that he fits with the Titans because of the roster situation. If you draft Richardson or Levis at three overall and you give up picks to go get them, Malik Willis, pack your bags, bud. You're gone. You ain't here. You're on another team. You're on a practice squad. But if Hendon Hooker is drafted, Hooker can't compete and they can't cut Willis because Hooker's not ready. And you have three guys, a lot of draft picks and a lot of money tied up into one position in which one guy can only play. That's my point. Hooker does not fit with the Titans roster because of his situation. It's not about Hooker and his injury. It's about the Titans. No, I, I get the point. I absolutely get the point. But I also think Rand Carthon can't just be, can't feel like he's stuck with Malik Willis. He doesn't have to do anything with Malik Willis. No, not stuck with him, but he's there. He's he under there. contract. Right. And it's a pretty cheap deal because he was the 86th overall pick. Still a deterrent, could be a deterrent if to draft Hooker in the first round. That, I, that for me, the Titans drafting Hendon Hooker in the first round doesn't make any sense. All right. So do you think he will be a first round pick? I think Hendon Hooker will go in the first round on, you know, Thursday night, April 27th, we will hear Hendon Hooker's name in the first 31 selections. That is how I feel right now that this is going. Here's my gut, and nobody knows, right? That's a prediction. Sure. Right? I have this gut feeling that either Richardson or Levis will fall. I think because I don't think CJ Stroud or Bryce Young will fall. I think that will go one and two. But I think Richardson or Levis, one of them will fall. And it may be Levis. I think there's probably more. I mean, there's question marks on both of them. It may be Richardson. I I don't know. That's where Hinton Hooker could maybe possibly steal the spotlight. Because a later first-round pick for Hinton Hooker, like I said, 31, makes sense. I don't think he goes in the first round, though. I think he's a early second uh, round pick. All see here's where I think he does, and why I feel even more confident that he will is because he's got the ACL right. A team I think either slated like the Vikings at 23 or Seattle at 20, their second first round pick, which is important, right? Because they got the Denver pick at five. They could go get one of these defensive studs and then grab Hendon Hooker at 20 allow him to heal, go with Gino for his new contract. And then in 2024, if they want to move on from Gino, they can, they don't have to. But now Hinden Hooker is under contract for four more years. You had the fifth year option. If Hinden Hooker goes in the second round, you have like three years with him. No, he falls again. That, That's what I'm saying. If, but if like, he goes, but, he's falling. But if you know that, and you, if you know that this year, because of the ACL, you can't really do much with, on the field or as much as you would otherwise, then I think it's worth it to move up in the first round to get him. So you get that extra year of health. I just think you're pinning yourself into a hole because there's only a certain number of teams that would be willing to do that. Seattle, as you gave an example, makes a ton of sense. I, I'm not going to argue with that. Minnesota. Seattle, that situation is perfect for Hendon Hooker. 
and Seattle. Uh, what but about there's what about this? What Zach? other teams? Uh, well, uh, so I like Seattle at 20, Minnesota at 23. Then you look at other teams who can move back in because that's what you brought up Lamar Jackson going 32. That was also the year that I was so adamant about six quarterbacks going the first round. And I was right on it. The Ravens moved back in to the end of the, thir- of the first round to get Lamar at 32. Who are some teams that can move back up Thursday night? I think you look at the Indianapolis Colts. What happens if they get screwed and their guy gets traded ahead, you know, goes at three ahead of them and they don't want the fourth guy. The Indianapolis Colts are sitting there at 35, could move back up. The LA Rams are sitting there at 36, could move back up. Hell, the Seattle Seahawks, if they feel like it, could move back up again. They're at 37. The Raiders could do the same thing. And so could the New Orleans Saints. Like, so there's actually a ton of teams that could move back into the first round. The New England Patriots could do that. Move from like the mid forties up to 28 or whatever to get Hendon Hooker. I think those type of situations make sense. The Saints also pick at 29, so they could take him right there too. So that I, I do feel very comfortable saying I think Hendon Hooker will be a first round pick uh in this draft. Last question. Do you think if Richardson or Levis fall, does that help or hurt Hooker? I don't think it matters. You think Hooker's going to be taken regardless? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it matters all that much. Um, Kane says, uh, and this is uh, a little bit earlier, but uh, if nothing is guaranteed, how can you be sure Hooker will have some success in the NFL? Make it make sense. Yeah, I mean, I nothing know. is. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that was a response to something else. Right. Uh, a little bit earlier in the show for for the lunch money there, but nothing is guaranteed. Who were the six quarterbacks taking in Lamar's draft? All right, are you ready? <laughs> Let's see if we can. Oh yeah, well, oh you want to? No, make no, this no again. I, I got you. I got you. I'm ready. Okay. I'm even hiding the chat so no, so I don't get uh, cheated there. So I so that draft 2018 draft, uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. How many was that? Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson. Was it was it just five instead of six? Say say them again. I'm missing somebody. Yeah, there's only five. There there's only five. So it's five. So Baker at one, Darnold at three, Allen at seven, Rosen at ten, and then Lamar at thirty-two. Bingo. Rosen bust. Josh Allen hit. Sam Darnold bust. Baker Mayfield is the number one overall pick bust. Lamar hit so far. So Josh Allen, Lamar. Six. Two out of five. Was Dwayne Haskins in that? Not in the first round. He was he was uh, he was the next year in 2019, maybe at 15th overall to watch. Then you had Mason Rudolph in the third round. And then you had Mike White. In the fifth round, Topper. don't forget, out of Washington State in the sixth round, Luke Falk. Falk. Oh, God, that, guy, that guy was terrible. No, Cole McDonald was worse than Luke Falk. Yeah, I mean, they both ended up. <laughs> All right, Zach, it's Magic Bucket time on this Thursday. Uh, I just know this for a fact that no more one chip challenge in the Magic Bucket. Yeah. But uh, let's get to the Magic Bucket here on this Thursday to wrap it up. Uh, but first, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great ride. Family-owned and operated right there at Wilson County Hyundai. The Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra. Man, there's so many great vehicles. Your perfect make and model is right around the corner. You've just got to go look online at their inventory. Full-size SUV. Check out the Palisade. It's got third-row seating. It is a great family car. So for you and your family, if you're in the market for a new family car, trade in your mama's minivan and check out the Palisade and test drive one today. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Also, don't forget with BetMGM, you've got Augusta rolling right now in round one on a Thursday morning. You can go to BetMGM, open up your app, log in, and opt in to the Augusta feature right there, the promotion, where all you got to do is uh, put $20 down on any uh, on any bet at Augusta this weekend and immediately get $10 back. I mentioned earlier, I put uh, tw- my $20 on Cameron Smith to finish 
top five today at plus 450. Uh, so if I do that, I've already got my $10 bonus bet right there to take advantage of. But go check that out there with your BetMGM app. Existing users, no worries. Keep on playing. Get bonus bets with BetMGM. Just put 20 bucks down on any pick at Augusta right now. Today, throughout the weekend, you get $10 back in bonus bets. Time for the Magic Bucket. Let me go real quick before okay. Magic Bucket because I did and and this is my fault because we star the super chats. Yes, that go in uh, YouTube and John did say if the Titans don't draft a quarterback this season, they'll be even, even further behind everyone else in the division trying to develop a quarterback. And I think it kind of comes full circle with John's comment. That's kind of what we started with is they brought in Hinden Hooker for a visit because the Titans need a quarterback. They only have one year left on Ryan Tannehill's deal. This is a quarterback-heavy class. Would you agree? There's a lot of top perennial top picks. There's four in the first round, possibly five with Hinden Hooker. They pick 11. Now, you're not going to get Stroud or, or Bryce Young. I mean, those are checked off. But I also don't think with Tannehill and Derrick Henry, you're going to be picking this high draft a quarterback next year you may but yeah. i don't think so that's why it makes it very interesting for the titans right now with the new general manager yeah I, I just think thursday night in green bay we didn't expect the titans at seven and three to be picking 11th either right so things can change very quickly injury can change everything yeah. i mean ask the rams right right so your quarterback if Tannehill goes out and they didn't draft a quarterback and malik willis is starting the rest of the way you're picking maybe top five yeah, and Devin says this is a terrible quarterback class. I don't think it's not terrible. Last year was terrible. This is not terrible. Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, that's a terrible quarterback class. This is definitely way better than that. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll change my word. This is a deep quarterback class. Deep saying that there is a range of five quarterbacks that you could at least pick from where those three, Pickett, Ritter, and Willis – I mean, I don't think anybody's going to war with with all those. Pickett well, may Falcons end up are. being better, but the Falcons are going to war with with Desmond Ritter. The Fal- Falcons got problems. Yeah. All right, Zach. Magic bucket time. You mean pull for you first? Doesn't matter. Okay. All right, let's see what we got here. Give us a tutorial on how to tie a tie. You can do this tomorrow if you're if you just don't have a tie laying around where you're at, I have, I highly doubt you, give you have 30 a, seconds. I can find Nah, uh, Let's just do it tomorrow. Let's just do it tomorrow at the end of the show. The way you can pick out which tie you want. You don't have to go sprint around your house. Here, no, 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 no. You pick for you and I'll okay. go get a tie. It'll be quick. All right. All right. So let's see uh, how fast uh, Zach takes to go get a tie. I've got him timed and he's been gone for now. Five seconds. Uh, yeah. Nate's burner asks, is there a show tomorrow? Yes, there is a show tomorrow for sure. All right. Zach's been gone 10 seconds. Let's see if he can come back in time. Uh, let's see. Now he's been gone for 20 seconds. My, see what I got here. I've answered that question. Where would I want to travel? All right. Now he's been gone for 30 seconds. It's taking a lot longer to uh, get this tie. Now we are 30, 40 seconds. Now you got to plug his ears back in. So let's just, he can even hear me right now. And all right. It took you 48 seconds to get your earphone back in. What did you, uh, what did you end up picking? I pulled one thing I've already talked about. And that was uh, actually two things I've already talked about. Both community questions. Where would I want to travel and who I, who I want to, who would I want to have dinner with um, dead or alive? So if you want to keep, if you want, if you're ready. So, uh, this, this tie was bought in 2002 mm. and I don't think I've ever worn it because it's one of those ties that there's no reason to wear. And the older you get, it doesn't make any sense. This is 2002. How old was I when in 2002 high school? Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers tie. That's, that's why it took you 48 seconds to go. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, specific. Know. So let's see here. Um, and this is, I guess this is a mirror kind of with the. Uh, yeah. 
Um, cross, I go up and under and over. Around the bin we go. Over through, up and under. And then through the loop. And then this is probably a poor way to yeah, do it. I mean, but yeah. That's how you tie a tie, boys and girls. There you go. Nice job. Nice job. All right. There's your tie. Hey, we learn every once in a while we get to learn people's age. I did not realize Bork Borkington uh, was uh, in his 50s, but Bork Borkington was 35 years old uh, in 2002. So now we know Bork's uh, age. I think he said I was 35 in 2002. Zach, Zach, Zach. Oh, yeah. That makes no sense. Anyway, all right. I was not. I was no. fifteen. <laughs> okay, so um, Sam had to do this last week, and he struggled. So I have to name as many mascots as I can in thirty seconds. Not like team nicknames, but mascot names. Like he went through major league baseball mascots because it was opening day and he did, I think he did six or seven, like the Philly did he say like, like it, the Philly oh, fanatic, so not Blooper. Atlanta Braves. No, 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 not the nickname, but like the mascots name. Ugh. All right. Do you want to give me a category or can I I'll give you go? a category? I, I mean, I'm going to, I'll, 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 I'll give you a category. Bad. Um, SEC, I'm not going to get more than eight. No, no, no. It's fine. That's the fun of it. Uh, let's do um, Big 12 mascots. Go. Like the... Uh, <laughs> you can get one. Beavis? <laughs> Wrong. What's the Texas Longhorn? Beavis name? and Butthead. No, what's what's the Texas Longhorn name? It's not that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the Oklahoma Sooner guy's name is. I don't know any. Zach, I have no idea what Big Twelve mascot. Two. Mister Jayhawk. I mean, like, I don't know what the Bevo, not Bevo. This Bevo. Yeah, that's why I'd set you up, Pistol Pete. From Oklahoma State, Willie the Wildcat. Yeah, I know Willie the Wildcat because of Kansas State. That's ridiculous. Uh, Big J. Who? Yeah, Big J. Is that the Jayhawk? Come on, yeah. you didn't know any of these. You know Bevo. That was it. I would have. I would have gotten Bevo. I, I would have gotten uh, Pistol no, that, Pete. Pistol Pete's a hot sauce in my in my mind. Not well, those. Also a mascot. Willie the Wildcat. No, no, that's terrible. Terrible. Nobody knows the Big Twelve. Oh, boom, oh you could have got it. Boomer and Sooner. Are there two? Yeah. I don't even know what animals they are. They're the horse duo. They come out on the carriage. Okay. All right. So I just didn't know that. Yeah. Again, I don't know that Bevo was the closest I got. I, was, I didn't even uh, get one. The, the West Virginia uh, mascot's really creative. He's called the Mountaineer. <laughs> Again, you didn't know that either. You knew maybe two. You could have gotten Boomer and Sooner and Bevo. That was it. Brutal. All right. You get what you draw. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, guys. We'll, yeah, we'll see you on Friday for A to Z Sports. And I've got a couple topics in mind. And maybe we'll do some fun things tomorrow morning on a Friday. So don't forget that. Buck Rising Live, A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. He'll see you then. Like the show before you go, and we'll see you tomorrow on a Friday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.